Welcome everybody to another Input Output episode, show, podcast. You know, we do everything around here. Don't try to put no labels on us so we can have some problems. But, <laughs> but you know, one of your co-hosts, I was about to call myself Mr. Gaming Love, man. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rex on Max, hey, you know I ain't got the games to call, the games to call myself that, but I'm your one of your co-hosts, Rex on Max. Joined as always by our other co-hosts, Mr. Gaming Loved and MC Amazing. How you gentlemen doing today? Good man, back again like clockwork. Another episode of input output, more MGC topics. Ready to get into them, man. Uh, without further ado, I'm gonna hand it off to E, man. Thanks, Mr. Gaming Left. It's your boy, MCE Amazing, as always, coming at you with Rex on Max and Mr. Gaming Left for some more TFGC topics for the week. Thank y'all very much for tuning in. We hope y'all enjoy yourself. We know we will. Let's get it cracking. Mr. Rex on Max, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. You know, we, we've kind of started this new thing. We're getting up earlier to, you know, do content. So, you know... Mm -hmm. Started, started early today, so feeling amped and energized, ready to talk about these FGC-specific topics. You know, I'm not on my swag today. I'm kind of looking like I just pulled something out the hamper and started the show, but, you know, you know it is what it is. <laughs> support us on Patreon. We have a Patreon now. Uh, but, you know, support us on Patreon, uh, Patreon patreon.com slash TVFGC. You know, it helps us continue to do stuff like this and, you know, um, do further endeavors to make uh, content for the FGC and support other creators. So, you know, uh, we really appreciate it. So, <laughs> you know, when you when you spend all your energy this morning debating fries, you know, you, you just be like, you know, uh, <laughs> you're just going to do the rest of the day high, whatever, you know, so. Well, I've been the truth for that, you know, so. Hey, if y'all go, you know what? We gonna put the Plus Frames podcast on on YouTube. I want y'all to listen to the blasphemy that Mister Gaming Lift was spitting, and in in everybody in the comments to let us know, so you know the real ones know. So we could go ahead and start the show off. So first, we'll start off that Lydia is the latest character announced for the new Tekken DLC. You know, she's in a political position in her country. I can't remember if it's the prime minister or, you know, what position it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody, please don't let me be ignorant out here. <laughs> but she Huh? Yeah, I think she's the prime minister. I think okay, so. Okay, so yeah. I was right. So, you know, that's right, kids. Never doubt yourself. So, she was announcing she's looking um pretty good. You know, I saw a lot of people were saying, like, oh, man, she's nothing but a, a woman, Leroy. But, but mm. you know, so hopefully she doesn't come in and, you know, be broken like Leroy. So we'll give it over to you guys. You know, how are you guys feeling about it? You know, it's looking pretty amazing to me, but I ain't the FGC expert. We'll give it over to you guys. Literally, she she looked dope. I'm going to just put it short and sweet. She She's dope. Definitely got my interest. I, I bought the season pass for season four, which I think is a little, well, I guess I could say a little pricey for just two characters in like two stages, but it is what it is. Yeah, definitely more efficient than just buying them separately. But I love her stage. They brought back a Tekken 4 classic soundtrack remixed with her second part of her stage. This is absolutely phenomenal. The yeah. character looks cool. People say she's like a female Leroy. I, I actually compare her more to Jen. I, I feel like she's more like Jen because like the way her moves work, like even her strikes, like her style looks a little similar to like Jen's like 
machine Mishima karate style or whatever he's you know he did for himself to separate himself from his father and his uh, grandfather and he she also kind of gives me a feel of i just lost uh she also gives me a feel of not only Jin but haran because a lot of her kicks she got like the kind of taekwondo type kicks not just like the inputs but just like her animations she's a great character she the stances are dope she got like three different stances she do different things out of them she can transition into them i think another reason why i like her because she's like miguel this miguel is like one of my mains one of my favorite characters in tekken and like he has the savage stance and it's kind of similar like he goes into moves to transition into into a savage stance and then he can go out you know so she's very similar in that regard she has a lot of she has a lot of corkscrew like combo extenders like she has like six of them which I don't I haven't played Tekken a whole lot like the past few seasons but I don't know if that's a standard but like I know normally people have like maybe two or three maybe four but she has like six moves that she can like pop you up and then ground bounce you to get an extra combo she's dope I think she the whole character the whole concept of the prime minister coming into the game is dope she looks cool I like her outfit not a big fan of her alternate like her business outfit i like her gi a lot more and I, I think she's a cool character i know there's been a little debates about people not liking the fact that they feel that this was the opportunity for them to bring in like an older looking character or uh, in terms of you know the woman but i think it's fine like i, I mean I've, I've looked at research and done like prime ministers have been pretty young and it's like i think if i'm not mistaken she's like in her 30s or something like that so and i feel like she looks 30. Like, I guess people think 30s is, like, super old, but you can still look pretty young <laughs> at 30. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like she looks, she's a cool character. I don't think people need to look too deep into it. Just have fun with the character. I don't really know where she stands as far as tier-wise right now, what people think about her. I've tried her out, tried combos with her, went through a movie. She's fun to me. Definitely one of my new favorites. So, I, I just hope that, I, I, I hope to see, like, tournament footage of her. You know, at, you know online tournament footage of her. I hope to see that and see what she can do and see how she stack up against the cast. But I think this was a, a good choice for a newer character. She kind of gives me a, a Kira vibes also from uh, Virtual Fighter. When people saying like, oh, she's, you know, not that original. But I'm like, look, this is stop. You know, she, she looks cool. You know, she's a new character. I like the whole concept. Let's just be happy with the character we got. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, I, I've definitely, first off, I definitely agree with Mr. Game and Lift. Not like, I, for most things, but specific, specifically to begin with about, um, we're talking about Miguel, right? Miguel is my my main too. I love, like, Miguel mains Unite, bro. Like, that, he's one of the coolest characters, in my opinion, in the entire Tekken universe. Like, he's amazing. He's He's got, like, he has, like, the Savage Stance, and, you know, you have, like, down forward one, and you hold forward, and you go into Savage Stance, and Lydia is kind of like that. There are like some moves that she'll do. She'll do like a, a quick one, like one, one, two or something like that. And then she'll go into a cat stance. She has so many stances. She has cat stance one and there's cat stance two. And then there's like crouching tiger or something like that. You know what I mean? Like she has like four or five different stances and they all have all these different things that you can do from them. They have the one is cat stance two. And if you hit cat, if you hit back, then she uh, she jumps backwards, you know, create like you know, create some space there. But if you jump backwards and hit one, she comes back and does like a really quick unblockable. Like that's one of the one of the fastest unblockables I've ever seen, actually. Uh, to to be honest, I don't think it's the fastest. I think the fastest might be. I think isn't Yoshimitsu's fly, Yoshimitsu's flash is pretty fast, and I think that might be the one where he just kind of like does the thing with the sword. I think that one's pretty fast. It might not be unblockable, but I I'm pretty sure it's unblockable. Feel free to correct me in the comments. The the thing about it is, man, I've been playing with Lydia. I'm 
I'm more of a if for those of you who watch have seen me play fighting games before, I play characters like Astaroth, Miguel, Nagori Yuki. I'm a I'm an unga bunga player. I'm I mean like there's no there's no getting around that. I like playing these re really really big cool characters that do a whole lot of damage. Somebody actually I think it was Artsy Nate. Yeah, it was Artsy Nate suggested that I try out Gigas, so I might be looking into Gigas as well to see how that goes. But yeah, I've been trying out. A, I've been trying out some different characters, but this character, Lydia, is a little bit more technical than I'm used to, but it, she's fun, man. I, I've ha I'm having a whole lot of fun with her. I think, like Devin said, people are kind of looking a little bit, it just, for, just from my perspective, you know, I think that people are kind of think, putting a little bit too much thought into, in, into it. I think, I, I will say that some, I can't remember who said it, but somebody on Twitter made a good point that there are old men in Tekken, in the Tekken universe, that there are old guys, but there's not really any old women. There aren't really any old women. All of the women are relatively young women, like Z all of them. Zafina, Katarina, some of them are robots. Alyssa, you know, like... It's like in a lot of fighting games, aren't it? Like, it's a lot of, like, men don't... Not a lot of fighting games have, like, older women in it. They're all young. Yeah. 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 Like, there aren't a whole lot of... I mean, if, off the top of my head, there. I mean, if, even if there are, I can't think of any that are, like, where they said, oh, yeah, we're going to put some... Put an old lady in this game, and she's going to be, like, the female Master Roshi or something like that. You know, I, I just just i it did, nothing comes to mind so that's that's an issue for another time i think for another time maybe but yeah like that i mean it is an issue for sure but the thing about it is is that i think lydia is a cool character i think that uh, if you if you have lydia i think you should give her a chance try her out she's very her stances are very interesting she, she's just an interesting looking character to begin with like just just off uh, off rip she has some really cool moves so if you're definitely interested in Lydia, go ahead, try her out. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of different brouhaha is a word I'll use when it when it came to when Lydia came out as far as like Devin saying like, you know, you know, oh, you know, she doesn't look young enough or, you know, other people saying like, oh, she's going to be broken because she's just another Leroy. You know, I mean, you know, we have that all the time. It's, it's stuff you kind of get used to when stuff comes out. You know, you hear a lot of kerfuffle, you know, over, <laughs> over things. So using a lot of different words today, <laughs> huh, man? Brouhaha and kerfuffle? You know, I, I try to use the words that, that match the outfit that you have on, you know, so I, I try to seem smart and intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, you know, besides that, the character does look pretty dope. I mean, it just in general, it's, it's great to just be continuing to get more content and stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Tekken is one of those games that they seem to last longer. That iterations of games seem to go on longer than other ones. Like Tekken, you know, certain Tekken games last longer than like a Street Fighter game would or like a Soul Calibur, oh, not Soul Calibur, MK game would. It seems like to me, like when they release a Tekken, they go on for a long time. But I might be wrong. I don't look mm -hmm. at the timeline dates and stuff like that. But it's, I mean, with that continued support and stuff like that of the game, you know, we get new stages and stuff with it. I'm just on team. Let's get it. Let's get, let's get it going. Unless we talking about Street Fighter, I'm like, we need a new one. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. I don't have too much to say. You know, I, I leave, you know, the breakdowns to these savants right here. I'm just, you know, the guy in the background is like, yay, FGC, yay. So, you know, <laughs> anybody else have anything to add? 
Also, I, I, I want to add just the fact that he was complaining about diversity in the game where literally it's like one of the games that had the most clones out of any fighting game. So, like, we talk about diversity. Like, you got, you got, what, what how many Mishimas? You got, yeah, and we then got they, if we go back to Tekken Tag, you got Devil, Angel. They were both Mishimas, different, but they both had Mishima styles. Yeah. I don't know, but I just feel like it's like, in a game where we had Lily and her butler literally fought like her. Like, yeah. what was the her butler to fight like her? I guess she taught him out of, I don't know. It just looked, it looked weird. It just didn't feel, it just felt like they put a skin on Lily and like, hey, here you go. Like, yeah. what? It's for, it's for all those, um, for everybody out there, for all those dudes out there who don't like playing as women characters. It's like, oh, well, we need a, we need a, uh, like, to make them feel better, we need to have dude version of Lily so people don't, people aren't uncomfortable, you know? That's how it is, man. Yeah, I, I will say I think with Tekken Seven, it's kind of gotten away from that. It's not as clony as it used to be because I mean you had P Jack, you had Jack, you had <laughs> uh, Bo, uh, Bakto Son, which was Harong's master. I think he. Okay, was... hold on though. Bakto Son was not a clone. All right, he had his own. Well, style. I mean, Harong was a clone of him. But no, no, no. They don't even fight the same like that. Like they fight similarly. They have the same style, but they don't fight the same. Like, I, but I mean, that's the like P. Jack and Prototype Jack fight differently. But they're like they're if you look at the base, if you look at the base, like because I think Prototype Jack he had like a fly move that was a lot different than like regular Jack's flight move. But I'm just saying like the base, like when Harad came out, he was the new Bakto son. Like the moves, he was similar enough. Kazuya, Jin was the new Kazuya. He, okay, he yeah. was different, but yeah. So it's just like Tekken has always had like what these they make like Leroy Smith was just the new Wayne. <laughs> he was literally Wayne. They haven't done like a Gun Ryu clone because I guess you know he's trash and Honda's trash too. So there's no point in making oh, a clone over him. Oh, <laughs> nah, man, I I can't, man. I don't know. I I no no. But that's all I gotta say, man. I feel like this game, like this, the 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 difference of like. Some of these clone characters and how characters are so similar and like we're, then we're gonna complain about a new character when she comes up i don't know man i feel like there yeah there definitely have been some clone there have been some blatant clone characters you know like like you said like the butt like lily's butler what was that like i mean they basically just fought the exact same way who else nina and anna nina, sister i you know what they nina and anna sister, they man. fought very very similarly very similarly up until Tekken 7, actually. I mean, as far as I remember, like, they had, like, very, very similar moves. At least from my perspective. I didn't really play Anna like that. I played her a little bit. But, like, she, they're way different in this game, I think. They're way, way different in uh, Tekken 7. Than they, they, they're, more, more, they're more different in this game than they've, than they've ever been, as far as I've seen. Then, but you, I don't know if y'all remember in Tekken Tag 2, that one, that one kid... Ling Xiaoyu's friend, she was like named April or something like that. She was I basically, mean, yeah, you remember that? It was basically, it was just a, a reskin of Xiaoyu with like a di with like a different throw where she would like do the thing and then they would fall down and they'd be like, yay! You know, yep. I don't like that was that was weird. I think that was more more for fun than anything, but it, it was just strange to me. But like Bruce, Bruce has had like two characters come in and basically be Bruce. Yeah, Joe, and I don't even know that dude. Fakakram, Fakery, Fax Machine, whatever his name is. Fax Machine. <laughs> you know, I remember back when we were, uh, when Tekken Three came out, and they they had like the command list for doing moves, 
And one of the moves that Brian had, if I, I remember, if I remember correctly, one of his moves was called the Bruce Rush. I always thought that was hilarious. Like the, I was like, oh man, this is supposed to kind of be like Bruce. But yeah, I'm kind of I'm, they they've definitely moved away from the whole clone aspect of Tekken. Like you have like Tiger Jackson and Eddie. Why, you know? And then and then they have like different endings in Tekken Three, and I'm just kind of like, oh okay. I mean, I guess I guess that's cool. It's just weird. It was just weird to me, but. Anyway, yeah, I'm got like as far as Lydia Lydia's concerned, she's definite. I wouldn't say she's necessarily a clone of any one character. I would say she's more of an amalgamation of different of different characters. Like maybe like you know like people are saying like there's like Leo, a little bit of Leo, a little bit of Leroy, a little bit of Jin. You know they all kind of you know sugar spice and everything nice with a bit of chemical X. You know stuff something like that. So I think. Lydia's, a, I think Lydia's a good uh, addition. As far as viability, I can't really speak to that because I'm not in the upper echelons of tech and play. But I will say, as somebody who just likes playing the game regularly, I think she's great. Well, it's great to hear the the back and forth banter. I mean, I'm sure the audience has enjoyed it. I, you know, I me, mean, I ain't got no input. I'm, I'm not. I don't have the wisdom, so you know, I leave it to you guys. But you know, I can, you know, be a great moderator. So on to our next topic. We have the uh, <laughs> we have a shanty trailer that dropped for them fighting herds. Now on the twenty fifth, the two point update and shanty dropped for them fighting herds. So that's available right now when you're hearing this. So you know, go get it if you haven't. You know, according to Max Spicer and Mister Gaming Lift himself, it's a pretty decent game. So you know, we have it out right now, and you know the characters looking pretty amazing with their aqua abilities and acrobatic moves you know all over the place reminds me of vega but you know i won't treat them like vega you know <laughs> you know so tell us how you guys feel about it after seeing the trailer you know and the addition to them fighting hers shanty looked dope I, I watched it her her moves and the way she her animations are really dope she kind of gives me a uh, spider-man Bang, Shishigami, Rolento, Vega vibes. She's like off the walls and stuff and doing a lot of crazy flips and dips. She looks pretty cool. She got like the whole aftermath image thing. I don't know if that's a a part of the game or like her specific. Cause I, and it's, it's, it's interesting because Annie in Skullgirls, she had like a little whole after image thing, which is very similar to like super moves and like, you know, specifically Street Fighter Alpha, I think was the one that, well, actually Street Fighter 2 started it with those the super moves, but Street Fighter Alpha, continued it and they use it in like their custom combos you can see like the after image of the characters she has a little effect on it which looks pretty cool and she just she looks all over the place she looks dope i haven't played for them fighting hers in a while but it is a solid fighting game even though it's such a, a unique and eccentric fighting game the fact that you have like you know these these animals going at it I mean, it works though it's solid the game feels good response to the controls are nice and i would i actually wouldn't mind trying this character out you know just getting back into the game and playing it a little bit she looks, she looks dope. Like I said, she got the little water effects. She got, it was like after one super, she could continue comboing. Like she, looks like she got a lot going on. And then of course she got like the whole Vega wall thing, which is, that's dope to me. So if she can play kind of like Vega, I would definitely be down for it. I can just, you know, jump away from people and keep them away from me. So yeah, she, she looks, she looks interesting, man. I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they have like a lineup of characters planned for extra DLC, but she definitely looks interesting so far. So. I'm hanging out to eat since he's dying laughter over here. It's <laughs> just the, the look on Octavia's face when you said something about Vega. 
I mean, you know, when you mention greatness, man, it, it, it's, it, it really puts a, a feel of like reverence on it, man. You have to, you got to pay, you got to pay homage to it, man. You got to pay oh, man. respects, man. You know, it's, oh, it's funny. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw the trailer and I got to admit that, you know what, you know what she, the shanty kind of looks like to me? Honestly, like the way that her moves look and stuff like that, it looks to me that I mean, just just because I've never played from them fighting herds, you know. Uh, but it looks to me like she like the shanty plays kind of like Giovanna from Guilty Gear Strive. Like some of her moves look like Gio Giovanna's moves. Matter of fact, it seems like I I'm just I don't know how other people are going to take this. I feel like maybe our uh, Arxis should maybe take a page. Out of, out of out of them fighting her so playbook and maybe skew Giovanna a little bit more towards that kind of play style because this character looks like it has no problems getting getting in Giovanna uh, as Devin knows as Mr. Gaming Lift knows has some severe problems getting in sometimes especially there are some care there's characters like Chip that are really fast but let's be honest I think that's an overall problem with Guilty Gear Strive that I'm not going to address here but like I was saying like they kind of it, it looks like she's an uh, like she plays like an upgrade almost upgraded version of Giovanna from Guilty Gear Strive she's got all these like all these acrobatics and all these special really like flashy looking moves that one super like Devin was saying where you can do the super and then it looks like they're kind of it looks like they're kind of like stumbling like uh, 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 like right afterwards so you can keep um, keep going at it like that's really cool like that's something that a character like Giovanna would need in Guilty Gear Strive and just generally speaking it's a really the character the design is good too like the character the actual in-game character the what do you call that the character portrait that they have for the character looks cool like it's a it is a in general cool looking character so yeah. i mean it's got it's got my vote from from jump street then of course you know like then of course you got all the effects the way the character moves the acrobatics everything like it just kind of sucks you in a little bit it, you know it kind of for me, like I said, when I'm playing a fighting game, the most important thing to me is to play with cool characters. That's what I want to do. It's the the game mechanics could be completely trash, fighting EX Lair, but you know, as long as the characters are cool and I'm having a fun time playing as the characters, I'll I'll keep coming back to play the game. You know, like that's what I do. So that like that's why I stay invested in Tekken. That's why I keep coming back to Street Fighter because everyone like they have ed and falk and g and stuff like that like i i keep even though i i never feel good after i leave but i i always come back to street fighter 5 and then of course you know fighting ex layer even though the game's not that great it's got characters like a uh, skull mania so you know like i it's 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 those characters are what keep me invested uh oh you got something to say sir you got you do you have something to say I can say you can end your top right now, sir. Sir. <laughs> we don't mention we don't mention, you know, blasphemous language here on the input output podcast, sir. <laughs> Y'all know I already said one before this, two, we gonna shut the stream up. <laughs> you got one more, sir. Oh, man. Um, 
So, so in closing, <laughs> I'd like to say that I think Shanty's a real, real cool character, and I, I might consider picking up them fighting her because they put a character like this in the game. Uh, that's that's it from me. When I saw the character, she looked amazing. I mean, you know, from the little quote she was giving at the beginning, you know, I like that she's actually like a pirate, you know, on the ship and stuff like that. And, you know, that's unique. You know, Rolento is like the closest thing I can remember of somebody being like close to that. So that's like a pretty cool, you know, character backstory to go with her. You know, her with the aqua, you know, water powers and stuff like that was pretty dope. And... You know, actually, you know, I'll be honest, I actually thought it was cool, you know, like the acrobatics and stuff that she was doing and stuff like and stuff like that. You know, it's just something about, you know, that other guy y'all mentioned. I just really don't like him. But, you know, the character is is looking amazing. I mean, it's a game that, you know, is really, really like gaining traction. And, you know, before all the, you know, evil stuff happened, you know, before this. It was really, really, it was going to be really dope for to see this game, like, really get some spotlight. You know, it's one of the main games at Evo. So, hopefully, we can, you know, get that back with, you know, you know, Sony is, you know, owning it now. And they might try to, you know, put, like, AAA games and stuff all in it. Hopefully, we can see, like, them fighting herds, really get some shine and stuff like that. Because the people, you know, when people play it, they swear by it that it's, like, an amazing game. I just think people really just have to get past this, like, uh, so I'm literally supposed to sit here and play with ponies, you know, so <laughs> if, if you can, like get past that, you know, just the aesthetics and get into it, like people swear that it's like a really, really dope game. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, like, really, really excited. I mean, she looks like a great, as I say, I'm, you know, you, you're not going to really hear me too much saying like, man, you know what, this, uh, you know, when it comes to like to like FGC announcements and stuff like that, I'm with it. I'm all for it, you know. Let's, let's let's get it on. So, you know, I'm really, really happy to see the character. Anybody else have anything to add? All right, so we can go on to our next topic. So, in our next topic we have, so it's been news, rumors, reports, whatever you want to say, that the PS3, the PSP, and the PS Vita store is going to be closing this summer. So, anybody that, you know, still plays games on their PS3, their PSP, or their PS Vita, you might want to download those games right now because if the store closes, there's no getting them again. It doesn't even matter if you paid for them before and you just want to put it on something. Nope, you can't do it anymore. So, you know, get them while you can. But, you know, with, with that coming out, you know, that sparked a lot of debate of, you know, this is why physical games are better than digital games and stuff like that. But, you know, the question we want to ask is what fighting game and also you could name a game in general did you really enjoy from that PS3 era? You know, I mean, if you can think of a PSP or PS Vita one, you know, if you had a Vita, you know, <laughs> you can name a game, the two games for that. But, you know, just that whole around that PS3 area, what fighting game and like personal game do you feel like was your favorite one from that era? Probably fighting game, I, I'd probably just say between... Soul Calibur 4 and probably Street Fighter 4. I probably, well, I say top three would be Marvel, Ultimate Marvel 3. I was about to say, you want to go say Marvel, bro? Like, dang. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it was, I definitely liked it, but I mean, Soul Calibur, it, I don't know, it was like, to me, that that was that was my favorite Soul Calibur besides two. And that was the first Soul Calibur I got into competitively and like online and stuff. But I, I think, yeah, it, it would have to be. 
overall, I would probably say Marvel because I, I really enjoy that game, competing in it, playing it. It was just a hype game overall. But Street Fighter 4 and Soul Calibur definitely right on his heels. If I had to say like a, a favorite game of mine, just general in general, it's there's so many to name. I it's it's kind of hard to really pick one, but I I will say Metal Gear Solid 4. That was a dope game. A game that I think was ahead of its time. A game that actually still looks good today by you know today's standards. I feel it was just a, a dope game. Unfortunately, the next one in the series wasn't. Didn't quite live up to that game, but yeah, that game was just dope. You know, the fact that, you know, they had Snake as an old, well, he wasn't really technically old, but he had this disease from this thing, stuff called Fox Dye, so he was uh, rapidly aging, which was kind of like disheartening to see. It's like, man, like, you see this dude all like supered up, and I mean, he was still a super soldier for the most part, but it's like, you see him in like Metal Gear Solid and then Metal Gear Solid 2, and then you see him in 4, like, dang, it's kind of. It kind of makes you a little, a little sad on the inside. Like, dang, it's like, is he going? Is he supposed to die in this or whatever? Which I, I think he did. I, I, I think they kind of left it open at the end. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid Four was a staple to me. One of the classics of this last generation or generation before last in that era. Like, it was such a cinematic game. The graphics were outstanding. Like I said, the game to me still looks good to this day. The, the gameplay. The bosses, just the environments, the, the things you could do. It was an amazing game, an amazing experience. And like I said, I, I just feel like it's kind of sad that Metal Gear has kind of like fallen from grace and fallen from glory. Matter of fact, a lot of games have, even within Konami, just by themselves, like Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid. And in that era, we still had a lot of games that were still doing well for themselves. But now certain developers are just like, you know, things have changed, exchanged hands and like, Things just aren't what they used to be. And it's kind of, that was like, to me, one of the last hoorahs of like, you know, Metal Gear Solid. Because our five just didn't quite, it just didn't quite live up to the, the name and legacy of Metal Gear Solid. And hopefully we get to see another one. But I mean, with the, the state of Konami's in, we probably won't. So if I had to pick, that would be one of probably my favorite game from that era. And fighting game would be Marvel 3. So I'd, uh, I'd like to start off my, uh, I feel like Devin had it right the first time when he was talking about Soul Calibur 4, because that was definitely my favorite <laughs> one. That was my favorite one. Like I, I thought, like I played Soul Calibur 4 so much. Like yeah. I didn't pl I didn't play Tekken even half as much when uh, I was playing Soul Calibur 4. And f I played Tekken every once in a while, but Soul Calibur, I played that almost every other day with like my buddy Landslide. We had some other people that we knew and like this was back when I was in college, like we we had some other people that we knew, and we'd all uh, gather up at a dorm, at a landslide's dorm or my dorm or whatever, and we would play Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur Four, and it was fun. We uh, like they was if like they had all most of the characters that I really liked were still are were still in there. You know, I think we still think Lizard Man was still in the game. We still we had Astaroth still. We had Yunsung. Yunsung hasn't been seen in two games. Like of course. We have Huang in Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur Six. I forgot like, about the character. Yeah, but it's like Huang's not. I mean, Huang's not Yunsung, and Yunsung is who I was used to. Like I started playing Soul Calibur and Soul Calibur Two. So when I came into Soul Calibur Two, the characters that I remember the most, of my characters that I played are Nightmare, Astaroth, a teeny tiny bit, which is a complete reversal of how it is now. Yunsung, and and who else? 
and Mr. Mitsurugi. So all these characters that I was like, okay, I figured you know, the thing about the, uh, fighting games is, is that what you got to realize is that your characters are not the likelihood that your characters are going to be around forever. Uh, not very high. Some characters like I remember when Ka when Te Kazuya technically wasn't in so in Tekken three. I mean, Jin was there, but it wasn't exactly he didn't play the exact same way as Kazuya did. He was a mixture because Kazuya and Jun Kazuma weren't in the game. So he, they basically were like, all right, we're going to take these two characters, mash them together, and what we got is Jin, Ka Jin Kazama. So, you know, your characters won't, your characters aren't going to be around all the time. <laughs> I, I still miss Zappa from Guilty Gear uh, Zex 2. I'm, I'm hoping that they put him in, in Strive, but I'm not going to hold my breath. But anyway, that we're, we're getting off topic. So, yeah, Soul Calibur 4, I played that a lot. That, Devin, that was actually the game that I... That was the first game that I ever went to a tournament for. Like I'd never gone to a tournament for any game before that. That was the first time that I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to a tournament. And I went to a tournament in New Jersey and I did all right. I, got, I went two and two, right? And then I actually got to be put on the big screen, which was really, which was really kind of cool. You know, it was in like an, it was a, I think it was a Jaxel. I think it was Jaxel's uh, spot way back when in, uh, in, in New Jersey. And it was, I thought it was really cool. I. I didn't practice enough. I'll put it that way. I did not practice that game enough. I feel like I feel like those. I, I was lucky that I got that far. But anyway, that would be uh, that would be my favorite fighting game. I love Soul Calibur Four. I still love Soul Calibur as a series. I pull, I've bought pretty much. I've owned pretty much every Soul Calibur since Soul Calibur Two. Soul Calibur Two. Soul Calibur Three. Soul Calibur Four. Soul Calibur Five. Soul Calibur Six. That was my favorite fighting game around that era. Now, my favorite game game that came out around that time. Now, that's a twofold answer for me because on the one hand, the, the game game that came out on PS3, like around that era, I think was, hmm, I don't know, man. Like, I would have to say, like, hmm, man, that's a rough, that's a tough one, man, because... The, the game that I was playing on PS3 at the time wasn't really a PlayStation 3 game. It just came out during the era of the PlayStation 3, which was Persona 4. Like, that was the game that I would be sitting there. My, my friends would have to come back into the room and tell me to go do my homework because I would just go back to be playing, playing that game. I just didn't want to. I was like, aren't you supposed to be doing your essay? Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Are they gone? You know, if... I got it done eventually, but uh, as far as like the uh, actual PlayStation 3 games, I didn't really play PlayStation 3 games like that. I was, the only games I played on PlayStation 3 were Soul Calibur, and I th it was Soul Calibur and I think Tekken, Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection, because eventually they put it on the, on the store so you could buy it on PlayStation 3. So that was pretty much it. As far as PlayStation Portable games, oh man, number one, first, first off, the best fight, the fighting game for me on, on PSP, would definitely be Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. That was uh, that was the game that I the fighting game I played on there. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, what more what more can you say? I've already extolled the virtues of Tekken 5 in an earlier input output. But the game that I played the most on PSP is man, it would have to be probably Breath of Fire 3. I played that a lot on on PSP. I played Breath of Fire 3 a lot. I'm a huge Breath of Fire fan. I didn't I played the first two, then I played five, and then I went back and played three. 
And yeah, I think like, yeah, that would be the game that I, I, I enjoyed the most from the PlayStation Portable, if I remember correctly, because uh, like, I love, I'm not gonna get into my method, but like PlayStation Portable games were awesome. Like the PlayStation Portable, I remember when, when people, there was an article called Sony's Sleek Black Mistake. They're like, oh, they shouldn't have made, dude, the games on PSP were great. There were some really good games that didn't get any attention. It's almost like they kind of, the same thing kind of happened with the Vita. I didn't, I didn't own a Vita, my sister does. I actually bought her one for a birthday. And it was like the Vita apparently was a really good, a really good handheld, but nobody knew that. You know, it's kind of like the same thing with the PSP. The PSP and people are like, oh my God, like the 3D, the, the DS is so good. Forget about the PSP, but the PSP was good. Same thing this time. Oh man, the 3DS is so good. Forget about the Vita. Vita was good too. Nobody knew. It's a, it's really weird, man. And so I could kind of understand why play, if Sony was kind of like, you know, we're not doing the handheld thing anymore. I could completely understand that because it's like you're painting a picture and nobody gets it. You know, you're an artist. You paint a picture and everybody's walking by and everyone's like, oh, I don't get it, I, I don't get it. So I could understand why they wouldn't want to venture back into that arena. But yeah, as far as, the, I, it's, I feel it's, a, it's a kind of a shame that they're closing down the stores, but I, it has to happen eventually. So I'm, I'm not surprised, but yeah, those were, that's my, my answer. That's my, my take on PSP and PS3 and the PS Vita, you know, stuff. All right, so when it comes to PS3, man, it, it's it's some games I really want to like say that actually came out in the era, but we were playing it on 360, but it did technically come out on PS3, so I don't know like if I can, you know, give that answer, but you know, for fighting games, I'll just go ahead and say like I want to say Street Fighter 4, but at the same time I want to say Marvel UMVC 3. Because, like, just the hype that both of those games brought to the community that we just haven't really seen since, you know, we've got a little bit of it back with, like, Tekken and stuff like that. But we haven't seen, like, I mean, there's no hype like Marvel brought, man. Like, that like that game, like, it was something new, like, every night. Some crazy twist and turn every night. Like, it, it was, like that game was so, like, creative. It seemed like we was just finding new things to do in it, like, all, like every single day. Uh, so I don't, I, I just, I guess for fighting games, I'd have to say Marvel as much as I want to say Street Fighter, like, like, you know, as much as I was in the, you know, rooting for, you know, Daigo every tournament, you know, like I, I got, I gotta say Marvel, but as far as like regular game, like, you know, I, I just, I mean, I hope I just don't sound too generic, like, you know, just like most gamers, but I mean, this is the game that I just spent most of my time on. Like I'm talking about like. Literally, your mom, your your folks told you to cut the grass, and next thing you know, it's night, and you ain't did nothing because you've been on the game, and you just knew you was finna get towed out the frame when she got home. But like, <laughs> man, we, we was playing like Call of Duty Black Ops Two, man. Mm. Yeah. Oh, like we we couldn't put it down, man. Like, like we legit forgot we were humans that needed food, fresh air, sun sustenance the human interaction like we like we just we were surviving just off like you know hand grenades and, and you know just just shotguns bro like i'm trying to tell you like the only game i ever put more time into that game was like smash brothers but like man i'm telling you like 
legit sun up to sun down, like nonstop, all into the night, you know, just didn't stop playing Call of Duty. Probably one of the most, like, I don't want to say addictive because that's, you know, that's a horrible, you know, uh, meaning that goes with it. But, like, man, I'm trying to, like, it ain't words that can go into this, bro. Like, like that whole stigma of, like, gamers of just, like, all night with Mountain Dew and, you know, just random Doritos and pizza. It, it's true. We did it. Like, <laughs> like we, we was in there, man. Like, like we was playing that game. To, to death and then I wanted to say uh modern warfare too but we technically played that one on Xbox like we played that on Xbox 360 mm-hmm. when it was out so I didn't say that one but black ops 2 man I'm trying to tell you like plenty of days like your mom wanted to take the system and like break it across her knee just because like you wouldn't do what she told you to do and it's like hey man I didn't bought I didn't buy the game you did you know, so, <laughs> you know you, <laughs> it's this <laughs> like that's what you brought on yourself you know of course i didn't say that you know my jaw was still intact today so you know i didn't say that but you know man i i just gotta say like for my for the overall game like it has to be like black ops 2 for the ps3 like and as far as like the psp i really didn't even use the psp to play games i used it for everything else it was like the ultimate media device like like just ultimate music, videos, whatever you wanted to do with it. It was like, you know, when everybody was like, "I got an iPad, I got an iPad." I'm like, "Bro, I'm on, the, I'm on my PSP, man. I ain't, I ain't worried about no iPad." So, but yeah, Marvel and Black Ops Two. Man, I'm trying to tell. You, I, I, hey, look, I know like game, like people, man. Anybody else got anything to say, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you brought a good point. I'm going to tell you my answer to Modern Warfare 2 because I, I actually forgot how much I played that game. Probably just because now I don't play shooting games as much as I did back then. Like, back then I played shooting games more than I played fighting games, actually, uh, until, like, Street Fighter came about. But, yeah, Modern Warfare 2, I, I put I put, I put, put a lot of time into that game. So I, I, that's definitely got to be my game that I would switch over. I think I played – yeah, I'm sure I played two more than I played three in any other one. At that time, like I was just in a clan, and it was just just constantly Modern Warfare 2. I didn't even have a PSP or a Vita. Um, I played PSP games, but I didn't own one, so I didn't really have like a good assessment of like games on there. Like the city was fun, Crisis Core was fun, but most games. Well, actually, I owned one for like a very short amount of time, about a month or two. So I I, I really didn't play a lot of games on there. But um, and then the Vita came out and just really disappeared, like almost as soon as it released then again just you know the 3ds i thought it was because the 3ds had more popular games and games that they had them had a more successful streak of games that like were and of course with the 3ds you have mario so that's that's already a you're in a losing battle right there so but yeah i, I forgot about modern warfare too so i just wanted to mention that you know them call of duty them call of duty years man i'm man when you just said clans, like, oh, I forgot I used to have people in clans and run across some, like, online. You're like, oh, I didn't know it's going to be some shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it's going to be some shenanigans. Man, I'm trying to tell you, like, you know, we older now. We can't play games like that like you used to, but you sure wish you could, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, it's funny. Like, um, I remember you used to, if you saw a team and they all had the same clan tag, it's like, oh, geez, it's. It's over, guys. It's a, it's like you automatically know if people. It's not. It's 
they they don't even have to be a really good team, but the fact that they're communicating with each other and they're probably in a in a in a party chat somewhere may almost immediately makes them better than a than a whole team of randoms. Like a whole team of randoms might just die to a group of like a whole clan. And everybody with like like the same clan tag is going all the way down the scoreboard. Just like oh man, it's over, bro. Yeah, we're playing a clan. We're we're done. You know. <laughs> You know, oh, but uh, oh, Rexon, when you were talking about like just basically su subsisting on on basically grenades and stuff, you know, that reminds me of when me and my brothers played Marvel versus Capcom 2 for the first time on PlayStation 2. And uh, there was a whole summer where we would just play Marvel versus Capcom 2 the whole time. We didn't do anything else. That, that was hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. All we did was play Marvel versus Capcom 2. We didn't, we didn't eat anything. In fact, the thing was is that my, our parents had like a, a, a mini fridge outside of their door. So that's where we played the game at. It was like right outside the door. And we didn't have any food in there to eat. All we had was a gallon, uh, gallon, uh, gallon of uh, water. That was it. That was all that was in there. And we were just like, we were going, going, like just take, take swigs off the gallon jug. And that's it. That's all we did. We had blisters on our thumbs from how much we played that game, man. And we all we did was sit there and like, like what's called, we, there's no air conditioning in, in the hallway. So we're sitting there and we're just like, just drinking water and playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 all day. That's all we did. It was crazy, man. And I'm trying to tell you like, every gamer is like trying to just strive and reach back those glory days of yeah. summer vacation, no responsibilities. Just plug the game in, you know, you surviving off, like I said, grenades and Doritos. Ain't worry about no physique, no nothing. Just get up, grind, yep. go to sleep, and then dread for school to start back again, man. That, <laughs> man I'm trying to tell you, like, man, that, in that one room all day, like, you know, if it's a bunch of people, it's just, you know, it's just everybody in there grinding so much it's like it's starting to smell a little strange it's like oh yeah we got power let me let me go ahead and get up and you know uh you know be humane so man i'm trying to tell you bro like them them were the days man so before i go on ranting you know so much longer so our next topic is we have a new multi blood game that has been announced it's come out, well, it hasn't come out. It's been announced in a magazine and stuff like that. And it's set to announce, it's set to release in late 2021 called Melty Blood Type Lumina. So, you know, the screenshots and everything was released for Twitter basically went bonkers when this was released. I mean, you couldn't go, you, you couldn't go two tweets without seeing somebody talk about Melty Blood. I mean, because it's been so long since, you know, we had one. It's just uh, great to have it, you know, and uh, the whole Climax of Night group, they're, they're just, you know, ecstatic down there in Atlanta. So based off that, you know, what we've seen, what you guys seen, screenshots, info, you know, all that, how are you guys feeling about the new Melty Blood that's coming out? I'm a lot more hyped now that I know that it's not just a, a port with rollback because that's, that's legit what I want. When I heard about it, I really didn't even look into it because that's what I thought that it was. I thought it was just... The older game, like off Steam, would roll back. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool, but uh, I got it on Steam already, so it's whatever. Um, but now that I, I've seen the screenshots and I know that it's actually like they're revamping the game, it's like being rebuilt with new graphics and stuff. I'm actually kind of excited. It definitely, I mean, the same people that you know did Undernight, so that they're going for since it's a, a current, a new version of the game, they're going for the Undernight Unburst style. 
which looks really good. I must say that the screenshots look pretty good. I'll definitely give it a try when it comes out. I'm hoping that I would assume it would be no more than like $40. At least that's to me, that will, what would make sense because I think they're supposed to give us like 10 characters right now from the jump, which I personally feel like they should just give us all the characters. Like there's no point in, I feel like given like making us hold out on these characters that are like, this game has been around forever. Like, this 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 been like years, probably a decade since the last yep. multiplayer release. Yep. So it's like, just give us. There's no point in holding all the characters ransom. Just give us all the characters in this version. And if you want to do some new characters DLC, okay, that's fine. But I, I personally feel like just giving us ten from the start is kind of like okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for a new fighting game. It has rollback, so the you know hopefully the netcode will be just as smooth as something along the lines of Strive. Seems like a lot of people are excited. I'm pretty sure that the people that are like diehard uh, Melty Blood fans are really excited because Melty Blood has been a game that has had been in the shadows for so long, especially at events, tournaments. It's never in the big screen. It's probably never even streaming unless it's like on the side stream, like the the more niche like anime streams. And usually people are like in the corner on the floor on their laptops playing the game. Like, well, I think I've seen like, you know, people in the bathrooms playing. So it's like, Dang. it's kind of, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of dope to see that because now these people, they get a chance to get their game, uh, a new version of the game that hopefully gets more overall accepted, you know, uh, throughout the community with the fighting game community. And maybe they can, maybe this game can get some limelight and they won't have to be in the corner because it's, but I mean, that does show the dedication that they, and the love they have for their game. Because if you, if you just like to the point where like, hey, I'm about to try, hey, I'm, I'm not about a dumpster playing multiplayer, you know, <laughs> that takes dedication, you know. I can't yeah. get that. If you love a game that much and you're willing to do that, hey, my hat is off to you, man. It, it must be. I, I, it might make me try the game because I'm like, yo, if they're doing it, they out there by the dumpster. Yeah, it's I trash. Mean, you know, not to mention it's trash day. The trash, the trash truck about to come by. They out there playing Melty Blood. They must be a good game. I need to try it out. So, I, I hope that it does well, and I'll definitely try it out. You know, it's funny you were talking about like them playing it next to a dumpster. I was like, oh, you're talking about the the state like so they have their station set up right next to Street Fighter Two Turbo. Oh, I, you know, <laughs> that's unnecessary like, oh. shots been thrown on this episode. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. Like that's what you said, the dumpster. I didn't, I didn't want to necessarily interrupt, but I was like, oh, it must be right next to Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yeah, that makes sense, bro. Yeah, because they're both two D fighters, and one sucks, and the other one doesn't. All right, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I I remember the first time I played Melty Blood way back when, when I was in college, and it was just to me, it was just some random game that one of my buddies had on a PC. This was just it was just a random game to me. So I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And then I started playing, and I was like, this is pretty fun. This is actually a pretty cool game. There was one character I think his name was Nero. He was a guy with the white hair and the black jacket. And he would have, he basically had all the beasts he would like throw out like uh, crows and he had like the one that was like a like a a, a a steer I think or something like that and I thought it was a really cool game. It one thing that it, oh that I thought was weird was that I really didn't hear about the game that much outside of my my personal circle and I mean even within the circle of people that I knew it's not like everybody played that game. It was like me, the guy who introduced me to it. No, that was it. That was pretty much it. That, it was just us. Like, we were the only ones who played that game. Nobody else really played the game. I played with my brothers when I got 
back from college, I was like, hey, guys, check out this game. Then there were some other games that, you know, we started looking at, like, Big Bang Beat and stuff like that, that were that were also, that also kind of looked to be around that same kind of game. But, yeah, for the most part, it was Melty Blood, uh, Melty Blood at Cadenza. And I, I, re I really enjoyed the game. The soundtrack for that game was super good. Like, Maze Walker and stuff like that. Amazing. I loved it. I loved pretty much, uh, what was it, the other one, the, the track Lurk. Man, all primo, primo, uh, I think, what was the other one, Troublesome Visitor. Like, there's some really good tracks in, in the Melty Blood, and I'm hoping that they continue that trend in the new game because I, I really, that was, you, you know you really like a soundtrack. It's like one of those soundtracks where you get to the point where you're just listening to it just because. You're listening to, like, you know, the Street Fighter Alpha 3 soundtrack, Street Fighter uh, Third Strike, I had to keep going for Street Fighter, but Street Fighter EX, Street Fighter EX3, like that, that had a really good soundtrack too. Tekken 5, Tekken 6, not so much Tekken 7, like it's got some gems in there, but you know, it's, yeah. but Melty Blood, Mel Melty Blood had some really good tracks and hopefully they continue that trend. I'm a little surprised that it took them so long. I mean, maybe there was another game that came out after Act Cadenza, but I don't remember. But it's been a long time since I've heard about Melty Blood. So uh, I'm just, in general, I'm just happy that they're still still making Melty Blood games, that they're willing to like update it, to shine it up a little bit and present it to a new audience. Because basically, that's what's happening. You are presenting it to an entirely new audience. And that's the same for most of these games. Like Guilty Gear is kind of technically being, uh, being shown to a new audience. So when they're doing these things, it's like, are you guys going to keep it the, like, the old way, go legacy, or are you going to kind of skew a different way and kind of make it more friendly to new people, but still kind of attract your old people, like Guilty Gear Strive kind of did, where they were like, they they kind of redid the way the game was. Guilty Gear Strive is, in a lot of ways, not like the old Guilty Gear. So it's like, it's not like anybody who's played the game before comes in with an over advantage over everybody else just because they played the last, they, they played Guilty Gear Rev 2. You know, they, they're coming in and they're like, oh, wait, I got to learn how to play this game instead of just saying, okay, I know how to play Rev 2, so I already know how to play this game. So, well, I'd like to see whether or not they're going to go the go the same, go a different route or maybe the same route with Melty Blood in, uh, at the end of 2021. Well, you guys already know what I have to say about this. You know, I'm finna, I'm finna shield and I'm finna act all excited because the FGC <laughs> has got new stuff. I mean, it is dope because like I've, I've been seeing the memes, the memes, the guilty gear memes have been coming. You know, uh, with the new announcement, you know, people outside look like they're in like a random parking lot with two trash cans like side by side enough to where they can hold a laptop and hold a laptop up and everybody's like playing off a laptop <laughs> and I'm like, that's. That's that's some dedication. Like that that has to be a good game for you to be out in the heat on top of two trash cans just playing Melty Blood. So I mean, people literally going and sitting on public restroom floors to play Melty Blood. Like, oh uh, how you know it it gotta be you know it gotta it gotta be the promised land. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm really really excited about it. Um, I haven't really I haven't too much known that much about Melty Blood. I really only known it by the memes, like it was some type of, you know, like uh, ancient folktale, like a game that people really, really enjoy that they'll play anywhere. Like even when the, the things that happen with the capital, 
that was making memes like people was breaking into the Capitol and setting up multi-blood setups in the Capitol and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I really haven't seen people too much play it, but like from how much people like talk about it, you're like, man, this game has to be like legendary for people to be like just, you know, you, you could set up a multi-blood setup anywhere, you know, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it and who knows what levels they'll go to now with a whole new game, what they'll do uh to be able to you know play the game probably just be siphoning power from someone else's houses with a cord that goes like five miles to the to the nearest uh game setup and be like you know setting up melty blood setup so like who knows what this is gonna go now so you know i, I, I mean i'm excited i mean the screenshots look amazing they look fantastic <laughs> so like i i you know, it, it was looking like Unity. Me, you know, it's made by French bread and stuff like that. So, um, it was, it was, it was looking. I mean, it was looking exquisite. I'm not gonna lie. Like the screenshots are looking pretty good. So, um, I'm excited for it to come out. Climax tonight is saying that you know, um, they're gonna try to incorporate it into their stuff in some type of way. They're trying to get their um, uh, in-person tournaments going on in November. So, hopefully, that pans out correctly. I know. CEO is trying to plan something for like December. So hopefully around that time, the FGC is going to try to maybe if stuff goes according to plan, start opening stuff back up. And, you know, with a new Melty Blood, you know, it's 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 going to be lit. So I'm I'm excited about it. I'm happy. You know, the FGC is winning 2021. It's really going great for the FGC. Stuff is getting rolled back. New games are being announced. It's lit. So anybody else have anything that? Yeah, so like I said, godlike OST. You gotta listen to it, man. I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm a play, I'm a play some after. I'm a, I'm gonna send you guys some after the, after we're done with input output. I'm tell you, yo, it's, it's godlike. Godlike. Well, we have one more topic, so we can go ahead and get into one more topic. Um, so we have a question from our, uh, frequent question depositor. You know, that's on it. You know. You know what I mean? Uh, Big Sif, um, he asks, moving forward, what would you, what would be your criteria for a tournament that would be called a major? So, um, you know, we have locals, we have, um, what is it, locals, weeklies, monthlies, and you have your regionals, then you have your, um, your majors. I don't know if they necessarily say some tournaments are like minors, <laughs> minors. but, you know, then you have your majors. But, uh, you know, so what, uh, you know, I guess we could say, like, what's kind of the criteria for y'all that's been, you know, what dictates a major? And then do you think it will change now since, you know, coming out of COVID? So, um, starting with you, uh, mm. Mr. Gamer. Um, I think, to me, I feel like the, the biggest factors, personally, that make a, I would say, are, would be criteria for considering a game or uh, event and major. Is the number of people, number of entrants, um, prize pool, maybe like the, the, the size of the prize pool. Um, I guess you could say location, depending on like how, uh, what type of, is it like a premium location or just like a regular hotel setting? Um, that could probably be something that could be factored into there. Uh, also, um, is it like regional? Like, is it is it like how how far does it expand? Because I I think normally like most majors people like come from like you know 
overseas. Like I, I don't feel like a lot of times somebody from like overseas or they have to cross the borders or wa- water are going to come to just some like a, a, a basic tournament in like a hotel with like maybe a hundred people. So also I, I feel like the um, the spread that it has like regionally and then like you know not only like you know internationally. So international players maybe um, international players like the region that expands. Uh, the prize pool size, the venue, and the number of entries. I think, to me, those four would be the ones I would have as a criteria to consider something a major or not. Um, so, I guess in terms of numbers, at least a, at least a thousand people. I could, I would say, like like actual players, um, like a thousand people playing. Um, prize pool would have to at least be. Like first place would have to at least take like five grand. I, I feel like that's a, a a solid number to throw out. Um, and again, like I said, having international players that come from different like a, a wider array of regions, and um, the location. If it's like a if it's just like a Holiday Inn or something, I don't know if that would necessarily be considered like a major. Um, more like a convention center or something like that. So I think for me personally, those would be the four that I would like pick right now is my criteria to consider something a major uh, I, will, I was going to say like the games that are being played but I mean uh, that doesn't really matter I don't think I mean usually you're going to always have the popular games like those are going to be at majors regardless most of the time um, I guess you could also throw in something like extra events like the extra side things that they have like maybe vendors like the number of vendors that they have um, is there like um a side exhibition going on, things of those natures, like extra things to do, their extra events inside of the event. So if, if I had to add like two extra ones on top of the four that I mentioned earlier, those would be the two. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's for now my list of what I would consider like criteria that you would probably need to consider something a major. For me, I think like the things that, one of, one of the things that I would consider important, and I mean, you know, feel free to disagree, for a thing to be considered a major would be, I think that in most cases, at least every major that I've been to, there's at least like four or five games like going on all at the same time. Like there's at least four games featured that are going to be like main, main highlighted, main, main highlighted games. So, you know, we go to any major, right? Like before COVID you'd have Tekken seven, street fighter five. They were even, I remember even they're still doing like Marvel versus Capcom three, you know, uh, not infinite, of course. Um, you have like Soul Calibur six, maybe, and then let's say for the sake of argument, you have something like like a Killer Instinct, maybe, right? But like usually you have like it's it's never just one game being featured up up on the screen. There's like several different games being being featured as like the as main events on on the big screen. So it's like you know it's. One of the things which kind of feeds into one of the other things about a major, and this is just, this is just me going to like the different uh, tournaments and stuff, is that every major kind of, in in one way or another, kind of feels like a convention. It's not just a it's a it's a fighting game tournament. It's a big fighting game tournament, but at the same time, it's also half like half video. It's half fighting game convention. Like you're going around, people are peddling their businesses, they're peddling their wares and stuff like that. People are trying to get you to come take pictures using their their particular method of picture taking. Photographers are everywhere. You know, there's 
somebody's trying to sell this new drink that they made, you know, a flaming, the flaming Homer, the flaming Mo, you know, like they got so like they have stuff like that just kind of kind of sitting around waiting for you. And I think that kind of is what makes a major attractive, you know, they have like a BenQ screens and they're talk, trying to, they have the BenQ screen set up and they're like, oh yeah, man, BenQ screens are the best. You want to get a BenQ screen? Use this coupon. You know, there's all this stuff going on that are in some ways is complete, almost completely separate from what's going on in, in, I guess, like usually what we call like the ballroom or something like that, right? There's always something going on separate from that. In addition to that, I think the, one of the things that I, I consider like the unimportant thing in a major is like, yeah, I feel like you kind of have to have a pretty decent pot prize for some of your for some of your events like it has to be like there has to be there there's like i mean in mortal Kombat, the the draw is is that you're trying to protect your realm in our world the draw is is that you want to make the money man but like you know i mean you're supposed to be you're having fun but it's like i can go have fun in all these other places what makes it so that i want to come here specifically to have fun it's like oh well you can come here and win five thousand dollars Oh, why didn't you just say so? So now, now you're going. Now there's like even more of a thing for you to go to the major. I don't really, I, I don't really participate in tournaments necessarily because of um, pot prizes. But I do know that that is a big, that's a big deal. You know, to have like a pot prize and have the incentive for people to come and join your thing, especially if you're going to make people pay to come in anyway, right? Like people kind of want something in return for their money. But I would say that those are the top three things that I would consider the most like you know, important things in making and having a major, like a good pop, good pop, order from three to two, three to one, good pop prize. Um, the, uh, the, the, of course, like the, the activity that forms around the, the fighting games, you know, like the, the vendors and everything like that. And of course, having a plethora of different games, you know, and not necessarily like games that are the most popular, but just, just games in general. Like, you know, there's like, you can't, there's so many games out right now. There's games that don't really get that much recognition. Like what we were saying before with Evo 2020, well, Evo 2020 didn't happen. And now Evo 2021 is happening. Like we're kind of hoping that games that like Killer Instinct and then Fighting Herds and Skullgirls that didn't get the kind of attention they were hoping for during Evo 2020, hopefully they get it this year. So that would be, I would really, I would respect the major a lot if they were kind of like, oh yeah, one game that's gonna be on the main screen, Melty Blood, like what? Melty Blood on the main screen? Like that'd be insane. Like, I mean, right now it would be insane because it's like, wow, like they're, they're Melty Blood's really come up in the world. Like all these games that were considered niche fighting games, even considered, you're considered to be niche within a niche genre in the first place. You know, you're so like you're extremely niche to come up on the on the main screen and be like, yeah, man, we made it. So I would like that. But yeah, those are those are the things that I think are the most important in considering whether or not a thing should be considered a major. All right. So now that we got that out the way, I can give y'all the real answer. I'm just joking. Uh... This guy. <laughs> Um, so I have three things that I think are like need to be considered for it to be a major. And then I have two things that you can kind of like, you know, like, eh, I could debate this or whatever, whatever. But I think the three major things is that you, uh, it needs to have, uh, a decent prize, uh, prize pool, like, you know, pop, like, you know, every, you know, payouts and stuff like that for everybody. 
Um, I, I just think if the payouts are really uh, not up to snuff um, as far as like, you know, in the amount that it is, I really think that just doesn't really count as too much of like a major, which will in turn affect my second thing, which is you have to have a, a good amount of people coming there. Um, I'm not a person that really knows too much of the details of like how many people like show up to like combo breaker or final round and all that other stuff. But I mean, if you're like in the, you know, I've been to like, um, monthlies that have like close to a hundred people at it. So, you know, I'd say if you could have like multiple hundreds, maybe like in the two fifty and higher range, like, yeah, you're probably like. A major but you know we know these tournaments and stuff now i mean my goodness i know evo has like you know way more than that so you know <laughs> i think the amount of people that come there you know really has to be a certain amount and also one thing that i think is is a necessary for me but some people might be like you know nah not the case i think you have to have multiple games like i don't think i could consider you a major if you're if it's just street fighter like, I, I really think that's its own category, you know, like, I, I just, like, to me, it, it just doesn't go, there's another word for it, I've been trying to think of it as I'm sitting here, but I can't, I can't think of it, you know, like, if this is just a Street Fighter turn, even if it's a good payout, and you got, like, a thousand people to show up, I just don't know if I'd consider that an FGC major, um, I just think it's its own separate thing for that game, uh, I can't think of the word I want to say for it, but, you know, um, yeah. And my two things that you can kind of debate that I'm not sure is that, you know, like, um, uh, I want to say that it has to be like open bracket for it to be like, uh, you know, a major, but some people might, you know, say like, Hey, just because it's an invitational doesn't mean it's not a major. And it's like, okay. I, I mean, I maybe could give you that like, open bracket and invitational i just lean more towards it needs to be open bracket i don't know if that's more towards because that's what we used that's what we used to with the fgc and we're starting to go more towards this invitational since we are like in the covid era but i i just i don't know i want to lean towards like open bracket it just feels right you know what i'm saying um and my other thing that you can kind of you know, it's it's hit or miss on. I wrote it down. I have it right here. Excuse me. Um, the amount of days it lasts. Um, you know, if it lasts like just one day, like you come there, it's just a big blowout. We going from 12 midnight to 12 midnight. We getting it done. Like, I, I don't know if I consider that a major. Uh, but, you know, some people might, you know, but I think it should last multiple days if it's going to be a major. But that's something I feel like you can kind of, you know, go back and forth with, like, if it lasts, you know, or if it only goes, if it doesn't go three days, it's not a major. Uh, if it's if it goes only one day, it still can be considered a major. But I don't know how you would do all the things that I've said before to uh, require it to be a major to be done in a day. I don't know how you do that, you know, but, <laughs> but you know, the amount of days it lasts. Um, so, other than that, I really think that's that's all the criteria and stuff like that, so um anybody else have anything to add oh so uh, i would say that like oh, I would say like, the whole thing where you're talking about like the open bracket thing i think that uh i wouldn't say that that's that's necessarily required but i do think that that's important because i feel like that's the kind of thing where everybody everybody needs to have a chance to compete i think that's it's important that everybody should have a chance to compete not just like certain people i mean of course you know you want to have 
then sometimes you want to curate who's in the tournament. So you have like a certain, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word quality, but I guess that's the only word that I can think of a certain quality of what kind of like matches you're looking for, you know, consistent quality. But at the same time, like we were, I guess we were talking about this before, like having like random people who've never been heard of kind of come out of nowhere and have a good showing at a tournament. Like, wow, I've never even heard of this guy before. You know, like I don't, I didn't even know they played, you know, that I didn't know they played like them's fighting herds all the way out there in the woods. You know, I, I didn't know that they did that, but I mean, now I know like they got, they got that satellite internet, man. And it's pretty good. Apparently like they, they got, they got that Hughes net. So, I mean, I'm um, so strong with this one. Yeah, man. Like they, they've been working. They, every morning they're doing thumb pushups, bro. They're doing it just like they come out and they got veins on their thumbs and stuff, you know, like they're, they're out there like punching bears with their thumbs, like Ryu or something. So they're, they're really that, that person, I feel like though that kind of person who's nobody's ever heard of and they don't really put they they're not they, those people need to have a chance to come into play schlubs like me need to have a chance to come out and play even if like you know you get bodied you go oh two you know but the thing is like one, one thing that landslide said to me the first time we did a we did a five soul caliber 5v5 and we lost and he was like you know what the thing about it is is that you know you, we did it right like we did that was the important thing is that we did it because there are some people who were too scared to who wouldn't even do it they're too scared there's some people that wouldn't even bother signing up some people who are so scared they don't even practice because they're scared of failing you know scared of practicing and then getting to the point where they're playing and then they fail so it's like you know i feel like yeah that's the thing man to be able to be like yeah man i was I was scared, but I wasn't scared. I didn't let my fear stop me from putting myself out there and like trying to win the match. Like just trying, putting myself out there. You, you'd be surprised at how many people and how many connections you make just by putting yourself in a position and just playing a game with somebody and somebody just being interested in you or your play style or you know people just think you're cool. Like me and me and Octavian met just because like I just happened to be some some dunce wearing a top hat at a, at a few tournaments. I mean, who would know that we'd be doing like a, we'd be doing like a, what's called like input output and TV FGC. I mean, who would know that? But you know what? I, I could have been scared. I could have just been like, no, no, I'm just going to stay home and do that. Like that's, and that's not even just with majors. That's with lo that's with locals, uh, locals, your monthlies, weeklies, whatever you happen to be doing like that. That's a, I think that applies to just about everything. So I think everybody, everybody needs the chance to come and compete. I think that's, I think that's important. Yeah. I believe in that open bracket thing. I think that's real. That's, that is correct. All right, well, it's great that we had Mr. Uh, MC Mays in the end us on that note. It looks like Mr. Gaming Lift is ready to take his afternoon nap. So we can go ahead and uh, end it here. We can <laughs> go ahead and give our um, takeaway. I'll McDonald's for That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> no, don't do it. Bro, you eat them, you're going to get energized, full of energy, man, realizing that you can take on the world because you've and revitalized in your mind you've let the light come back in that you don't that you've learned the truth that mcdonald's fries are the truth it's turned but you know me, me and Evan already got you right on the last podcast so you know <laughs> you know that was a pretty shot you throwing but um we can go ahead and give our final uh takeaways what do you want to leave the people with mr gaming look um don't eat mcdonald's fries. i mean um just glad to be back for another uh, episode of Input Output. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just uh, glad to be back for another episode. 
have been put out. But um, more FGC topics, man. We we try to scour the the, the interwebs of Twitter and stuff to find stuff. Sometimes it's a little slow. This week wasn't as bad, I don't think, for the most part. Um, definitely the whole Melty Bro thing is uh, exciting just to see. Um, you know, we had extra characters week with Tekken, so hopefully we can get some more uh, FGC news um, soon. Maybe we can get something in the, the works of a Final Fantasy fighting game or, you know, like we talked about last week, an actual Marvel-style uh, anime game, but uh, that'll probably never happen. But yeah, uh, just glad to be back again uh, with my compadres, Rexon Max and Mr. E. Amazing. Um, off to another end of an episode. I'm going to hand it off to Mr. E. Amazing himself. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Game and Lift. I appreciate that very much. As, as always, everybody, thank y'all very much for being a part of the Input Output family by coming in, checking us out, watching, watching the videos, listening to the podcast. We really appreciate y'all so very much. As of the... As one final message, I'd like to reiterate, definitely the, uh, the best thing is to, is to get past your fear of being involved with people. That's the most important thing, you know, like whether it comes, not even just in terms of tournaments and stuff like that, but just in general, don't be afraid to interact with people. You might find that some of the best networking, some of the best connections in your life come from just putting yourself out there and daring to be a part of something that you've never been a part of before. And I think that's the that's the most important thing, man, because some of those connections form into lifelong things that people who are who like care about you and people who want to uplift you and make you feel good about yourself and who are always there for you and who back you up, man. Like that's important stuff, man. Like, you know, you 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 don't when you're a kid, you think that all of your friends are going to be around forever and that you're going to constantly have like all these people around. But people move away. Some people some people pass away. And that's just the way it is, man. So. Make sure that you're going out there, you're not being afraid to like go out there and make friends and make these connections with these people that are around you and that can be positive influences in your life because that that is what life is all about, man. So uh, with that, I'm going to hand it off to our boy Rex on Max. Don't worry, be happy. That song was stuck in my head from earlier when Evan said it. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I just like to end the show on, you know, Evan definitely wasn't no dunce in a hat when I met him. He was definitely the guy that stood out the most in the room. So, you know, I was I was honored that he wanted to work with me because I thought he was going to call me some some no good random bum who just came in here asking for his uh for his help. So, you know, I really, really appreciate him being kind to, you know, a guy like me. But, uh. You know, it's, it's just great to be back again, you know, for another podcast, you know, doing this weekly, grinding it out. We appreciate, you know, everybody who's been supporting the podcast, you know, who's been supporting the YouTube videos, who's been, you know, supporting everything that we're doing. You know, we have different things that we, you know, dabble in just to try to get content out to the FGC and, you know, get many different creators, uh, creatives you know, for the showcase their talents on the different videos that we have or different projects that we do. So, you know, I just, as always, just want to say I appreciate you guys. Really nothing to announce this week. And that's all I have. You know, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time on another Input Output. And go get you some McDonald's fries today, man. You know, do do the right thing. So, and we're out. Love, peace, and hair everybody.